Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. All right, Jan. So we've been talking off mic and sorry for people that uh, are joining us now. But we talk about Mike talking about Jan, her business mindset, things like that. I think she, I was getting a little coaching right there too. So that was fantastic. Jan Barlow, you are the CEO founder of Better Job Fit and the host of Next Chapters called Her Own Business. That's it. That's it. That's a mouthful, but fantastic. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always, you know, just get in her next chapter and uh, her own business. That That's the key. I mean, so to break it down, uh, both these things really help individuals that are looking to take their life to the next level. Maybe in corporate world, you want to start your own business, you start your own business, take it to the next level. Kind of talk us a little more in depth of, in your own words, of what you do. So as I wanted to share, I am a subject matter, a subject matter expert and um, I teach a course called Her Own Business. So my own business is called Better Job Fit. And I help coach people through whether they want to start their own business or create their own side gig. So it's really in transition. A lot of people right now, they're, they either got furloughed or lost their job. And so um, I help people figure that out. Like, okay, we got a four-step process. What are your options? And so that really opened up to my um I guess you want to say partnership or collaboration with Lady Shap, who is the founder of her uh, next chapter. So I came on board to help teach her own business. And again, it's a once a month class. Um, the whole business model for her next chapter is based around subject matter experts. It's a nonprofit organization. We've come together and we provide services, coaching services or courses programs on a monthly basis. And so you can sign up on three different levels of memberships and uh, women can come and all they, they can look at all the um, leadership programs. We have career programs, meditation programs. Uh, we have a family physician on board as well. So that's been awesome, but you have all these access to all these lead thought leaders and coaches uh, all for a monthly fee, right? So it's an unbelievable business model and bringing those together of like-mindedness for a, a greater good, if you will. So my piece, again, is is the Her Own Business uh, course that I teach there. So this podcast, Road to Growth, is all about overcoming adversity and kind of uh, having some kind of failure or fall down and kind of working through it and finding a new path to get to where you want to get to. And I mean, reading a little about your your history, you're in the corporate world, uh, doing really good there, brought on new management and kind of all things changed and you found out you needed to change the way you, you did, you looked at the world, I guess. Oh, wow. Yes, my friend, that was um, through my own transition. I was um, actually hired from 
I was working for a, a large pharmaceutical company, global pharmaceutical company. And so, of course, you know, like most industries, you have your own peeps, you know, it's a small industry, if you will. So I was uh, recruited from that company to uh, join two other companies that were merging. And they liked what my strengths were. Tell Jan what what the end result is, how much money, you know, what what's the goal and let me run with it. Right. And then two months later, got a new uh, manager and that didn't work out so well. So that person um, didn't like that 10 on independence. And unfortunately, I kept on thinking, well, I, I can change or I can th this can be worked out, et cetera, et cetera. And it didn't. And so with my own um, transition, I mean, gosh, it was something not only physically, but mentally. That's really how I started Better Job Fit, because I wanted to make sure that I could help others um, stay out of harm's way. Right. Find find your fit and and go through that self mastery to make sure you don't get put in harm's way. Right. So that's really the the impetus of that. What? drove you to leave the corporate world and actually start your, start your business. I know for myself and, I'll, and I'll, I'll be transparent is I was with a company previously before I went on my own and I was getting burnt out. I was doing it, making good money and everything was, everything was positive. Yet people around me can see that I was slowly kind of breaking down and it took someone very close to me to actually call me out and say, what are you doing with your life? You know, you have to have some kind of quality of life. And that pushed me to kind of go on my own, start my real estate team and things like that. But it's hard for some people. There's a lot of people probably listening right now that are in that rut. It, that is so true. It, it doesn't, what's interesting, we shared the same, you had that deer in the headlight look and you were, you were spent, right? You were just, again, we keep spinning and spinning and there's nothing, no traction, right? Because there's nothing there to hold us, right? We're just going through the motion. And for me, it was the same thing. I was trying to make a round peg fit into a square hole, but at the same time, I wanted something more, right? So really that really was what was driving all that external activity was inside me. I wanted to grow more and I was trying to just be happy with where I was like, okay, come on, Jane, you got a great job. You get to travel all over the world. That's uh, great. Uh, I'm done. Like, I was trying to make myself be okay with it, right? And we get to the point in our life, and it doesn't matter how old we are, when you're growing or that voice within wants something more, and you're trying to just settle, those two don't work, right? I mean, you, you have to grow and expand. That's what we're supposed to do as human beings. But if you keep on trying to squash yourself and say, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm happy right here. I just need I just need to be happy with what I'm doing, right? I got a nice house. I got a stable income. And then there's that little voice that just says, "No, you really aren't happy." Right? No, guess what? You really aren't happy. <laughs> and so So was it something then the internal voice that that pushed you over the edge to to assess it? Was there a moment? Was there I mean what was that that deciding factor because we again we're all we can all be in this rut yet there's something that basically says we're in this rut or if you're if you're strong enough you can have that self uh, assessment yet i think a lot of us it's hard for us to have that i was gonna say normally it's uh it'll manifest itself 
in an extreme circumstance. And for me, it was the manager, the new manager, and me trying to jump through these hoops. And it was a lose-lose situation. It didn't matter what I was I was trying to do. She didn't want me there, right? She wanted me gone. So it it wasn't going to matter. You know, I went to HR and because the two companies were merging, there was no structure of who to go to. So I was left, you know, floundering and seeing the big picture and knowing, okay, I'm not going to get any support or so-called due process of, you know, working through this with a manager. So, and then I was getting sick. Uh, literally, I slept for 12 hours. I would get up for an hour and a half and then have to go lay back down again. Like it literally hit the wall. I mean, I would get up to eat some toast or something and then go back to bed. So it physically manifested itself like that. And so that's when I had to wake up and say, I, I got to let go. I just got to, I got to drop everything and take care of my health and find out what's going on. Right. But once I did that, I was able to unload all the stuff that was making me unhappy. That was not um, good for me. So literally, but it took really, you know, at the point of a heart attack and stroke. I mean, when I went to the doctor, I went to like five or six doctors and they said, you know, you're at risk of a heart attack or stroke. I mean, when you, they show you the, the little graph and they say, okay, uh, they called it adrenal burnout. And they said, okay, here's normal. Here's above normal. Here's below normal. You don't even make the chart and we don't even know how you're physically here. Like that, that's a wake up call. Yeah. <laughs> that's a wake up call. Right. So did, do you think if you didn't have that new manager come on that you would have stayed at that company or do you, you do? I, I, I'm sure it would have, I'm sure it would have manifested itself at another time. Yeah. But I would have, I mean, there was no reason for me not to leave if that manager stayed, if my original manager stayed, you know, cause everything was, they just pretty much just said, Hey, we want you to do, here's the goal. Go for it. Do whatever you need to do. Tell us what you need for a budget. I mean, really? I mean, that's literally, that was how it was. So you, but, you didn't have any, yeah. any plans of going on your own, anything like that. Okay. No. So, so, you know, you're, you're sick now you left your company. Did you at least have money in the bank? I did. I, well, I, you know, I had my retirement. And so what's interesting, I sat with the question, do I use my 401k to spend a year finding a job or do I use my 401k to start a business? I mean, that's where we are right now as well. Right. I mean, that's really where people are, especially transitioning out. You know, if you got a buyout, um, you know, but you still want to work, you still want to do something um, and you're looking at, okay, what do I do for an income? And that's why I, I share with people, well, let's talk about a side gig or creating your own side gig. But that's what I used mine for. I created my next. I had my my 401k and used it, not all of it, but, you know, for my transition, that's what what helped me. Because I, w unfortunately, I went through a divorce, right? I mean, it literally was, you, you know, we were talking about life stressors or big life events, like selling a house, right? Well, mine, I had like 
three or four major life events in a course of, I think that was over three years. So, you know, it was one of those things like, okay, I, oh, I did, um, matter of fact, uh, right after the transition, after I left the company, I was like, okay, well, I got to do something because I'm not feeling good, right? But I need to get out of my head. And um, I started my own cleaning business. So I picked up the phone, called my friends that were doctors, lawyers, judges, et cetera, and said, hey, I'm going to take on four clients. I'm going to clean house. So this is what I'm going to charge. So let me know if you know anybody. Well, within 24 hours, I had four new clients. So it really what was so interesting was it allowed me to go put my headsets on. Nobody around, nobody to bother me. Right. And I cleaned. Well, my whole world was jumbled up and out of sorts and messy. But at least I could go clean somebody's house and feel that sense of order. Right. I can go into somebody's house and clean it. And it gave me a sense of order, even though my life was all out of order. Cleaning somebody else's house and making it nice for them fed me. It made me feel good, right? It put order in my life where I didn't have order, but it was also that servanthood and that sense of service to others that allowed, that healed me, that really helped me. You simplify your life. I did. That was, that's such a great, that that's exactly right. I mean, I had to, I was traveling 15 to 20 days a month. So, you know what that's like. I mean, it, it, it's just very hectic. And so I unloaded. I mean, I just wanted n none of that, right? I had to get down to basic food, water, shelter. I needed to start enjoying life, take care of myself, heal myself, and um, get happy again, right? I mean, you have to really, how did you feel, Vinny, when you started? I mean, when you hit your breaking point, what, what did it feel like? Mm, yeah, I mean, it was, I don't really remember because I, I, I just kind of went for it. I said, you know what, I, where am I going to be? I mean, I think the easiest way of looking at, at really anything, and I go back at the bigger moments that I've had, is trying to foreshadow where I want to be in two to five years. And if I'm in the same kind of place, am I going to be happy? I mean, that's, I think, the, the, the biggest thing. I mean, I, I had another, I mean, I had something similar to that epiphany just like two years ago and I looked at it and, and you started foreshadowing into the future I mean, it's yeah I think that it's a it's a tough thing but you have to have faith in yourself and go what's the worst case scenario and that is exactly how I look at it too it's like and when you talk to people it's like okay what's the worst that can happen because yeah. really the worst oh you're limited to what you can imagine that works both ways right for the great things to come into your life and also for the worse. So what's the worst that you can imagine? Right? I always compare when when I think about that, I compare it to what's the worst day when you think of your life, what were some of the worst times? Right? For me it was when my mom died unexpectedly. So when I'm going through hard times, I always think, okay, is this as bad as when my mom died? Well no. Okay. Well I, if I live through the worst time of my life that I define as the worst time I can get through anything right well there's an opposite way too is there's a um, I'm going blank on his name but he talks about it he looks at his accomplishments 
So every time he's going through some struggles, he looks at the accomplishments, the things that he's done, and he goes, you know what, that gives you an extra boost. If I need something else, okay, what's another accomplishment I've done? I got through that. Okay, I can get through this. I can get through that. And it's like, it's the same same kind of idea. You get yeah. look at that work, you look at those best, and you kind of, you know, kind of. Because that's our meter, right? Yeah. That's our personal meter that we need to tap into because that really, it, it, it shows you that you're reflecting back. You got to have some set point, right? You, you got to have a set point either way. So you're cleaning houses. You have four clients. When do you know that you wanted to take it to the next level and actually started giving back with your knowledge base of coaching and things like that? I think it was um, probably, it evolved actually. It, it wasn't like I woke up and said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, it was a series of breadcrumbs that led me to it. Um, it. It led me to, I was doing some consulting with some of the doctors that I worked with. So they were clients of mine uh, when I worked for the company. And when they went through a downsizing, um, I had clients call me up and say, hey, Jan, will you come and help us? We're trying to get, you know, up our procedure volume, et cetera. So I had taken on those clients and then they needed to hire people, right? So they needed to hire people for a patient counselor position. And that's different in the LASIK or when you're selling, you're literally selling um, elective procedure, right? It's, you're selling a $5,000 out of the pocket procedure. So uh, you need somebody that has sales skills to be a patient counselor. So they would call me in to find the right people for that position. And then it just led to one breadcrumb. Okay, well, now the docs say, well, Jan, how do you know how to find this right person? Like, you know exactly who to hire. Well, I said, okay, well, I got to figure out how to explain the science behind this. So I went and I had to become an expert on assessments. Well, there's only one type of job matching assessment. You know, you got you hear of all these personality assessments, but they're not true job matching assessments. So when I found it, I loved it so much. Uh, I was using it with my clients. I got my um, licensing agreement. So I became a rep for that company so I could use the tool. And then it just kind of built from there. So I took it from my ophthalmology clients and started using it to help people in transition and literally we that's the science behind how we um, one piece of it. So we use artificial intelligence. We use state of the art psychology and the individual to help them create a business or side gig around them. And that's what I teach also at her next chapter. So you started you first started with that first group, first company. Did you have your yep. business first? Or did you start next first or with join up with next first? I what I did my business first and okay. then I then it wasn't until probably I had met Lady Shap. She probably 2014 or 2015 when she started feeling called to put a nonprofit organization together. And then it came finally to fruition about two years ago. Uh, so it was like three years ago, started to evolve. She finally put it together and started to pull the subject matter expert and coaches together. So then probably, and I always kept in touch with her to see what was going on and we've been friends, but it wasn't until this year that officially started that program for her, for her next chapter. 
So I just took my business, what I was doing for my clients, and I took that model and created it, customized it for her next chapter. So I didn't reinvent the wheel. I just crafted it for her next chapter for exactly for their organization. What do you think? And, and we've already talked about one of them with the idea of transitioning from the corporate world to building your business and everything like that. What do you think one of the two, one or two biggest hurdles you've had to kind of overcome uh, over the years, even starting your company, maybe the more emotional hurdle of the divorce, things like that. What do you, do you want to dive down on that? In, in, in my experience, what, what were some of the biggest challenges you think? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, like, what do you, what do you think? Is it, I mean, sometimes people it's getting the word out there and I, I would assume one of the big hurdles, challenges was overcoming that health issue and yeah. getting the divorce, things like that. And kind of driving it. And we kind of dived into that one. Is there any other, other ones that you kind of like put your finger on? You know, that mental piece, you know, before when we were talking about like when you are thinking of how much to charge for your services or how much you should price anything, it's really based on, you and your perception of your value of your worth and your services. That is the foundation of everything. Because if you don't, if you don't feel that you're, you have a, anything of value to share with somebody or to sell and put a monetized, you know, price to it. Um, that's, that's a mind thing. I mean, that stops you as you and I shared. I mean, how do you go from, you know, how I went from, four uh, sessions at $895 to $1,295 all in one, all because I heard one client say, Jan, my God, like one session, I, I got more out of it than what I paid for $8,000 for six months to somebody else. Right. So it's really sticking through it and, and really getting through those challenging times of, of yourself, of what you think, right? Because there's really no such thing as failure. There's no such thing as failure. As well, long as why, you're well, it's a, it's, um, we still got free will on how we look at things, right? And how we yeah. perceive it. Does it serve us well to think bad or to call it failure? It doesn't make me feel good, right? There's always a solution and you can't get it wrong. Yeah. And you get a choice on how you look at it. Right. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I think, I think that's one of the biggest things that anyone in their day to day can take away is perception. I mean, one person could perceive your life as, as fantastic. Someone else could perceive it as horrible because there's always someone. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with you. Oh, uh, if you could talk maybe to, and we really talked about your your younger years, but let's say talk to your your younger self, that person maybe in the corporate world, things like that. What kind of advice would you would you give that person? I think it would be that that you got to get you got to have self mastery, like you got to invest in self mastery. Mm -hmm. Like people are always trying to upskill. Oh, I need to learn new technology or, Oh, I need to, you know, do this. I need to get an MBA. I need to get a PhD because that's going to make me more marketable or whatever. Your self-reflection and self, um, 
evaluation and self-mastery to learn yourself is huge because that's really what it comes down to. If you're not investing in knowing you, because that you're the one that drives the train, right? Yeah. We, 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 you can't blame anybody else. I mean, you can, but being a victim doesn't feel good, right? So um, I think really talking to the, the younger self, I think that would have been the biggest advice would be listen to that voice within and follow the breadcrumbs because we got that voice within that wants to grow and be more and do more. But then we're comparing it to this third dimensional, some ideal that doesn't fit. Right. I mean, I call it 16th century Newtonian mindset, but we're living in a quantum science world. It, it linear, right. That doesn't work anymore. And so you got to be open to think differently. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the things in, in real estate that, that we hear a lot and people I coach about is the aspect to have some kind of foundation, yet be able to think, think differently on top of that. So have some kind of base of what you're doing and then be creative, think differently. Yeah. I, totally I mean, think that that's huge right there. I mean, that's for better job fit. That's our tagline of what we do. You know, people say, well, what, what do you do at Better Job Fit? We help people think differently about themselves and their professional opportunities because we get into that psychological loop. You know, it's like a computer loop. You know, when you see the things spinning around and around, you think the same thing, same thing. What does Einstein say? The famous quote, you know, if you're not going to get a different, if you want a different result, that's just not going to work. Right. I mean, doing the same thing over and over again. So but it changes scary change is difficult but um free thinking also when you think of what's necessary you got to be in that free thinking state of mind you have to i mean that's how create things are created right free thinking like what if instead of thinking oh well that's not going to work well then it probably won't there's a what's it What's that saying? Be open to everything. Be attached to nothing. Yeah, exactly. The, I think when you're talking about like work with a computer, things like that, and I, I mean, I've, I've said this so many times, but uh, Dr. Joe Dispensia, he, have you heard of him? No. Okay. So he, he talks about this idea that we're basically a computer by the age of 35 and how everything we do, we do it. And it's like, well, why are you sad? And it's like, well, because my mom did this when I was a young age and that kind of happened. Well, everything has a reasoning behind it. So you have to basically change the way you look at things. So then it allows you basically to live a new life. That's exactly right. Because it's all a program. Yeah. Because we're programmed. I mean, you got to get out of that mindset of you're different than a computer. I mean, we operate that brain is a hard drive and our patterns and everything. Right. So, yes, we're. We have emotions, but we're operating on that hard drive that's playing the same program. That's really a very basic way to look at it, right? Um, well, if, if, if someone's listening right now and they're part of a, of a program where they're in the corporate world, they're just in a rut and they're looking for a change, what's the best way of them reaching out to you, reaching out to the platform, the program, and kind of getting more information of, of making some kind of change? Well, my gosh, you can go to her next. It's so it's H E R N E X X 
chapter, C-H-A-P-T-E-R dot O-R-G. And so that organization is, again, a nonprofit that has a group of subject matter experts and also coaches and that we've come together and have monthly programs. You can also email me at jbarlow at betterjobfit.com or you can text me. 817-617-0524. Perfect. Well, hopefully everyone listening got some great information. It's about change. Know where you want to go. Know where you want to be. And just take the first step. Uh, thank you again, Jen, Jan, for being on the, the podcast. Oh my gosh, and- thanks, Benny, so much. I hope we can stay in touch. I definitely want you in my network because uh, you're doing some exciting things. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.